0: It is Saturday, June the 25th of 2016. Mm-hmm. Um, last week we left off on uh, on a weird note. Yeah. Um, we kind of got a little, we misjudged our time. We were rushed for time. Yeah. Um, so this week what we're going to do, we're going to bring you the second part of our E3 mm-hmm. uh, e- uh, experiences, watching all these press conferences and stuff. Yeah, the marathon that it took to get through this. So I'll turn you up your mic a little bit, yeah. Okay, there we go. All right. Um, so, yeah, last week we talked pretty much all the uh, software publisher uh, conferences. So that leaves us uh, this week with the big three. Yeah. Microsoft, Sony, and Nintendo. And then we have a couple other little things we're going to talk about at the end yeah. that were also shown. Um, but let's start off with... Uh, With Microsoft, Joey. Okay. So, what did you think about Microsoft's conference? Uh, It was a little let down, in all honesty. Yeah. There wasn't, like, a whole bunch that they showed off that was kind of, you know, like, ooh. You know, didn't didn't have that. It's, like... The stuff they showed of Gears and kind of uh, expanded on that with was okay. It was pretty cool, um, but it's nothing we couldn't gather from, like, the beta that they released right. earlier. Right. I mean, it's, we pretty much already know what we're getting. I think that might have been the problem with them yeah. showing off the beta a couple of months ago. Yeah, I think if they would have waited till like, now for the beta, probably would have felt a little bit more... A bigger, bit of a bigger splash yeah but other than that like i i honestly okay so when we when i watched it i can't remember much else other than gears so it didn't really leave much of an impression on me so i have a list of some of the stuff they announced and you know what's going on with that um Oh, and other than like their new system, the uh, Scorpio, right? The Project Scorpio, because they went in depth. Project with or Xbox One Point Five, pretty yeah. much. which they went in super depth with. Yeah, they, you know, you they just kept talking about it. Oh, like it was for, like, like a, a three while. three minute trailer of people being like, "This is what you guys want." You guys kept asking for the best and gaming they, console. They they cycled through like twelve different people, and they just kept giving specs on what this thing is capable of, and it was just like. Okay, it's cool. Like, you, that's cool. You won't believe the amount of teraflops. This it's, thing. It's, yeah, like, what? Like, like, it runs at this many hertz, and it has the best pixel quality. It's like, and it's like, i like, what the fuck is a teraflop, man? I don't understand what you're saying, but it sounds cool. Which is, I guess, the important part of it Yeah, uh, pretty much Okay, we can talk about that That was the thing that they closed the show with, I believe uh, That I'm talking about uh, Project Scorpio uh, It is a half step Between the current generation And what will be the next generation mm-hmm. A number of years from now um, It'll support 4K video game streaming yeah, um, 4K video All that good stuff Okay, I mean, it's supposed to be stronger than Mm -hmm. the current console. It's supposed to be stronger than the PlayStation 4 and the PlayStation 4.5, the Mm -hmm. PlayStation Neo. Um, All right, I mean, that's great, but until you can show me that difference of quality yeah like next year i'm sure they'll show off the console and be like this is what it looked like before this is what it looks like now yeah and the worst part is, is that where you're not going to really be able to experience like the full effect of this thing unless you get a 4k tv right and that's going to suck some balls because yeah because those even, are expensive yeah even uh i mean they're getting cheaper and cheaper so maybe uh Next year when this thing is out, well, cheaper and cheaper still is like a couple hundred dollars, you know? Yeah, know, and, and you're going to be spending like, they, they gave the price point on it, right? Like $399. So you're spending like 400 bucks on this thing. Yeah, um, and then you you have to shell out however much more money for 4K TV to really experience it. Well, the three hundred and ninety nine dollars that's for the Xbox One Slim that's coming out this year. Um, we don't have a price point yet for the uh, Scorpio. Never mind then. <laughs> but we can assume that it's probably going to be about that much, if yeah. not more. Yeah, I mean, I can definitely see it maybe being like five hundred dollars. Yeah, maybe six hundred, but that's really pushing it. Yeah. I mean, but yeah. So, I mean, it's cool and all, as we were saying. It's fine. It's just that. And even. Not one of the neat things is, uh, you know, Todd Howard came out and said uh, he was talking about how they're making Fallout 4 in VR and mm-hmm. that the uh, Project Scorpio would have the power to run that Fallout 4 in VR. Yeah. Um, that's all good and great, but. Microsoft hasn't announced like, you know, any of their uh, future plans with VR or anything. Yeah. So it's just kind of like, okay, that's great, but you're talking about this thing that isn't tangible yet. Yeah. It almost seems like this is just kind of the platform that they want the Oculus on. So they're really ramping up like the engine on this thing just so they can have it and you know while it may make for a better game it seems like that's what they're kind of banking on with it and if you know VR is not just a gimmick like uh you know, like motion controls were right. or, or like the connect or the move was then maybe it'll have a more lasting effect. But um, you know, unfortunately it's like, as most things we talk about, it has, it's like the thing you have to wait to see. Right. Um, and I'm sure next year they'll be like, okay, this is the box. This is a price point. This is a release date. Mm-hmm. And then maybe with Next E3, they'll be able to show off an actual working console. Right. And like like you said, do a comparison of, you know, the first generation of uh, the Xbox One and then this new thing. And maybe it'll actually have a definite name instead of just the Scorpio. Right. Sound and like that, really that's, what James to, uh, that's what we need to see. We need to see that comparison because other than that, we're just talking, you know, to some people, to the people who it really matters to. The words they're saying and the numbers they're throwing out only matter to them. Comparing it to a PC and those people who really care about those numbers, mm-hmm. I think, are PC people, anyways. So yeah. you know, like, because I had no idea what the fuck they were talking. You about. know, to to a more casual audience, and even us, you know, would put us above a casual audience, but maybe not like an extreme hardcore audience. Yeah. Um, Mostly, you're throwing out words at me. It's like, okay, the numbers get bigger, but what does that really mean? Mm-hmm. You know, so to most people, I think throwing out these big numbers doesn't really say anything. Show me a comparison between the two, and then we can, you know, make a judgment call from there. Yeah. So the yeah. other thing, the thing that you <laughs> gave the price point to, uh, they announced a Xbox One Slim. Okay. So that is going to be uh, I don't know why I thought it was for the Scorpio. Uh 2 terabyte uh it comes in different tiers, mm-hmm. but there's a 2 terabyte console that's coming out, slim version. There's no power brick. So that big brick that sits on the back side of your uh that gains heat on my carpet. Right. <laughs> um that thing is built into the slim. So there it's just a cord that plugs that's into the back. Interesting. Um, the PlayStation Four already has that. They have an internal mm-hmm. little, uh, yeah. little box. The, uh, the you know person in me who doesn't know what they're talking about would think that would cause overheating pretty easily, unless they got like, some beast level fans in there too. Like I said, yeah, I'm sure they're doing it because you know as technology changes. It might be cheaper to just pack it in and yeah, just have a cord. Um, so a two terabyte console they announced, which is. Four times the amount of internal memory that my Xbox has. Yeah. You know, from the get-go. Uh, $399, which I believe is the price point that the original X1 came out at. hmm So, not bad. Slimmer console. You can stand it up on its side as well. Yeah. Uh, it'll be all white, I believe. So... Might be a good time to get an Xbox uh, yeah. One. Yeah, I mean, if you're looking to get upgrade to the next generation of consoles, might as well just do it when Xbox Slim comes out. Right, and they uh, so they announced the release date for it's August 31st uh-huh. of this year, um, and it comes in a couple of different tiers: the two terabyte, the one terabyte, and a 500 uh, megabyte. Yeah, so. Yeah. Or gigabyte, sorry, yeah. Because five hundred meg is. would be like, what are you doing? Right. <laughs> so um, it comes in those uh, those three tiers. I believe they're up for pre order on Amazon. So uh, checking them uh, myself. Uh, but uh, so that's cool. It, it'll support 4K uh, video streaming. So if you've got a 4K TV, uh, you want to watch your Netflix in 4K. yeah, yeah go for it sure why not uh, thing you were talking about Gears 4 yeah. uh, they showed us a little uh, story co-op gameplay right mm-hmm. um, alright they announced that it will be uh, cross buy cross play with Windows 10 yeah. and that's one of their big things that they were kind of pushing this year mm-hmm. is uh, you'll be able if you buy it on the Xbox One you'll be able to download it on a Windows 10 yeah. uh, computer and you'll be able to play with people on windows 10 as well so you know weird like merging of the two platforms that's cool i don't have too many people who like uh That's going to be on PC, and that's going to really make that big of a difference for. So I think what they're really trying to do is they're just trying to blur the lines in between the two. That way they can garner more business for either or. Right. You know, I mean, be more. So when uh, they when they mention one, you think of the other as well, or you know, and like mean like you have an Xbox One, and then you find out oh I can download this onto a PC. Then it's like why not? Was like why wouldn't I get a PC? And then you get and then you buy one from Microsoft that's going to have Windows 10. Yeah. You know. I mean like not from Microsoft, but you. Yeah. You buy one that has Microsoft 10 on it, uh, windows 10. And then, you know, vice versa you have a computer that has Windows 10 and then you hear oh well I can I can get this for my Windows 10 if I get this Xbox and I get a game right and then you're going like or you buy it on the on Windows 10 and then you're like oh but I want to play it on the couch so I'm going to buy an Xbox one and then yeah and even then by that time I mean like if you're if you're a gamer and you're still gaming on PC mostly more than likely you still probably also have a console that you just don't really play as much you know unless it's for certain titles you're interested in so I mean like at that point it's like, yeah, fuck it. Why not? Why wouldn't I get it for that? I would assume if they're doing something like this, they're going to try and do, uh, you know, cross buy, cross play, and cross save. Mm-hmm. So let's say if someone's taking over the TV. I can hop on my computer and pick up my save where yeah. I left off. That would be ideal, and they're really pushing the whole cloud thing mm-hmm. too. So, I mean, I'm pretty sure it'd just take a little bit of integration, or probably some updates for them to really pull it right. off. Because it's Microsoft, and they have an army of nerds who are working on this all the yeah. time. So, I mean, it's, it has like a lot of cool possibilities to it, and. You know, hopefully it foreshadows a future where people who are playing on a Sony console can play against people who are on a Microsoft console. Yeah, I mean, um, at some point it would be nice because some people you know, have, uh, have both. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have both a PS4 and a Xbox One. Uh, it'd be pretty neat if this kind of uh, business model got adapted by other uh, companies. So let's say if I bought Battlefront on Xbox One, let's say I pay an extra $10, 15 and get a copy on PS4 so I can play with PS4 people Yeah, as opposed to having to pay $120. I understand it doesn't make a lot of sense, you know, mm-hmm. to do that. But for, for me, you're more likely to get 10 or $15 out of me yeah. to do that cross platform thing yeah. as opposed to getting a whole nother 60. So yeah, Anyways, let's uh, let's move on. So we had Gears Four, we had a uh, Forza Horizon Three that they announced. Mm-hmm. All right, it's I don't really care about racing games too much. Yeah, uh, it looks really nice as, as like, those Forza games tend to do. They they usually really push those at an E three just to really show you what the graphical capability of their console right. is. So I mean, they did that with every E three since Forza has been a thing, um, and. You know, it's been a really cool graphical show off, but also nobody fucking cared about Forza this year. Yeah, I mean, the people who care about Forza really fucking care about Forza. But it's such a small group, though. Right. I mean, like, the people who were in the crowd and who were, like, in the auditorium watching this press conference... There was silence, dead silence. And the crowd reaction to that, I mean, granted though, I means it's probably a lot of press people who've who've seen or, Forza or are expecting this or yeah, yeah, you know, whatever. So it's kinda of like a whatever you Neo know, Blase reaction. It's just also, you know, I can't help but feel like, you know what, I kinda of feel the exact same way. I don't care about Forza. I've never played a Forza game. I've never really desired to. It's you know, as you said, pretty to look at, but I don't fucking care. Right. Uh, Recore got a release date nine thirteen sixteen. Didn't we see that like a while ago? We saw Recore last year. It's just a trailer. They finally have a release date for it. I think we saw a little bit of a gameplay trailer during that conference. It looks all right. Yeah, and the whole I, like you know having a little mechanical dog that you can like take the orb out of and put in a different thing. That's pretty mm-hmm. neat. Yeah, it's it's an interesting concept, but also it just also it wasn't one of those things that just kind of grabbed me. Right. I mean, I think it looks cool. I think with games like that and with other games, I feel like they would have benefited from being like, oh, and you can go buy this like right now because mm-hmm. that's the kind of thing that tends to generate a lot of hype. Yeah. Um, they announced some DLC for Killer Instinct General Ram. You'll be able to, you know, yeah. get in the new season three Killer Instinct. Yeah, that seems pretty cool, I guess. All right. I mean, I don't play Killer Instinct either. It's okay. And, you know, the they just recently put in the Arbiter. Yeah. So it makes sense that they're kind of pulling from their properties and putting them in there. Um, they announced that the Division DLC will be out at the end of the month mm-hmm. on Xbox One first, I believe. All right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, <laughs> a lot of this m- stuff is is exactly what you said. It was it was very kind of lackluster and not not any like yeah. big like check this fucking game out that's coming like anything really big that really grabbed our attention. Um, I believe they announced Gwent, the standalone game at a okay. at the Xbox. <laughs> I offered. can't remember that one worth a damn. Um, but pretty much it was the card game that was in The Witcher. Oh, it's yeah. It's getting its standalone. Uh, Standalone game that's free to play. I believe mm-hmm. it actually looks pretty cool. I really like Gwent in mm-hmm. The Witcher. Uh, it's it's just a fun card game to yeah. play. Uh, it makes sense that they're making it into a standalone game, and it's going to have like single player like storylines and everything for so so. There's not just like a cheap mm-hmm. port to kind of console thing. It seems like it's going to be an actual you know filled a full, out kind a full of a full game, yeah. Yeah uh Tekken 7 confirmed for 2017 old school arcade fighter gets a comeback game i guess right it looks once again looks really pretty but also it's just kind of all right (laughs) yeah i mean it's if you're into Tekken you're gonna dig it yeah they announced uh like half their things i feel like they announced and they were like you're gonna get this next year and it's like all right. Well, why not just show me it next year and then have that like, you know, it seems like they were like, man, we don't really have a lot of stuff to show for this year. So right. it's like we have to kind of scrap some stuff Because it seems like last year they had a really, really, really strong year. They had a mm-hmm. lot of good releases last year. Uh, this year, you know, you had a lot of good releases of that were pushed back. Like Scalebound mm-hmm. was supposed to be one of their big games got pushed to 2017 uh crackdown 3 was another big thing that was supposed to uh release this year that got pushed back to 2017 yeah so it seems like a lot of their stuff is kind of getting pushed yeah and i think the only really big thing to really think of when it comes to this new tekken game is since it showed at the microsoft panel that and it didn't show at sony's um i guess shows like a changing of I don't think it'll be exclusive. But, but, yeah, but they, still, though. Yeah, it, the, the fact that they showed it at, on the Xbox is kind of a big deal because I don't think the Xbox has gotten a Tekken game ever. So, um, well, I, won't, I won't say ever, but, right. like it, but it seems it, like it seems like the last few have been yeah. exclusive to Sony. Yeah, like, like their go-to has always been Sony. Right. So that's the only part of it that I found interesting. Like not like a ooh, right. kind of interesting. More of like, huh? That's weird. Yeah. Um, we saw some uh, Sea of Thieves gameplay, which I thought was cool. That was pretty cool. Um, I'm excited to see more of what that is. Yeah, there, like I like that whole team dynamic that uh, the game brings. It, there was this game that released on the PC, I think on Steam a while ago, where you command airships, and each person has a role that they have to, right? They have to play in order to they and they, you duel against other ships. So this seems kind of similar to that, and I really. Dig it. Right, um, right. Yeah, it's, it seems like uh, you really have to have a team that's kind of working together because if they're not one person can be getting like drunk somewhere on the ship <laughs> while everybody else is like pushing the thing to raise the anchors or climbing up or the ladder <laughs> to drop the sails or something. Or as we saw in that gameplay trailer you know that you accidentally leave somebody behind on the island <laughs> yeah. and he's just like, and it's like guys you left me what the hell? You know and so like the game looks really cool. I just like that whole like I'm not sure I wouldn't go so far as to call it innovative but I just really do dig like team dynamic games. Right. So that looks really fun to me. Yeah, I'm excited to see a little more of that. Uh, I know that they said it's like you're going to be treasure hunting and there's going to be other than just the threat of like other players in the world, there's going to be like giant sea monsters to so like Kraken's and stuff like yeah. that that'll be attacking you. So all that stuff seems kind of fun. So even if you're not into the whole PvP thing, yeah. there still seems like there's going to be some element of, a of a PvE kind of a thing. And it looks like really the big open world too. I mean like you can expand on the ocean stuff really easily. Right. So, uh, yeah, kind of looking forward to that one. One thing that I did find interesting, I didn't put on this list. Uh, they showed a small trailer for, uh, the game, uh, we happy few, Mm -hmm. which I find, I don't know. It seems like an interesting little thing. I don't know exactly how the gameplay is going to work out and all that, but it seems like an interesting concept. Yeah. And the story wise looks really cool. I'm expecting it to play like a Bioshock game. Yeah. it kind of gave me that Bioshock vibe. Um, It was interesting to see near the end of that little trailer thing that they showed where they had, like, uh, they were all hitting that pinata, but that dude didn't take his little joy pill. pill... So it was actually like a rat that they were smashing yeah. up. I was like, "Holy shit, that seems like that is disturbing. a weird reveal." Where I want to like you know see more of that. Yeah. Like that was a really cool so thing. That game looks like it would be like just a really fun story experience. Yeah, you know, so looking forward to that one too. <laughs> yes. um, now to what I continue to have on this list, uh, Dead Rising Four. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can assume a holiday release. They showed some like a lot of Christmas Christmas-y. theme stuff, which uh, which I even think that the uh, trailer had a uh, Christmas song. Over the top. Man. I think it was like Jingle Bell Rock or something, something like that, that yeah. Um, and I think also the it kind of said the release date was holiday 2017. Right. I believe it's this year. I want to say year? it's 2016, yeah. Damn, man, they've been working on that one in secret then, haven't they? I would think so. I mean, the last one released uh, launch for the Xbox one. Mm-hmm. So assuming that same team started working on it eh, it's about, yeah, it didn't really come out to so a lot of stellar reviews. Right. Either. Um, so maybe this one would be better. I know the first one went, I mean, there, it was janky the very first one, Right, but a lot of people really liked it because it really kind of showed off like, Oh my God, there's like a million zombies on the screen. Right. And then the second game really kind of expanded on that. Um, but then the third game, while well, it did have like a billion zombies on the screen, it just kind of felt like you, you guys are kind of deviating from your the comedic path a little, a little, like, too bit. much. yeah. Um, it, this one has the return of Frank West, which is your main protagonist in the first movie. Mm-hmm. Um, game. game, sorry. <laughs> they, they've come out with like weird Dead Rising movies. Uh, I'm sure you've seen them. I haven't actually. And, no, they're kind of weird. Okay. They're not that good. I dig uh, weird, though. <laughs> Uh so in the first game Frank West is your protagonist this one he's your protagonist again. Mm-hmm. Um it's obviously somewhat self-aware because they have the actor who's playing uh Frank West uh like going through his like Facebook feed or his like Twitter feed mm-hmm. or whatever and all this stuff. So it's just like okay, it seems like Frank West is kind of like this person that everybody knows yeah I don't know if it's like a fourth wall kind of a thing or if it's like in the context of this universe like everybody knows well I mean like at the end of the first game he well I mean depending on how far you get like you expose like this huge cover-up this huge military cover-up that happens and you know as soon as you expose it like people know about it so I mean like if you're and also he's kind of like the character is one of those guys who just really kind of puts himself out there anyway right is like I'm Frank West I'm the one who did this yeah and so I'm pretty sure in the Game is people who know him, but I would not be surprised that they like play it both ways and go right. like you like oh yeah when, like Frank West is back yeah you know and that's the whole theme either way seems pretty know. cool it seems interesting it seems fun uh, hopefully we'll get that crazy wacky hijinks that we get in uh, yeah that, they that, seem that's to um, to one of the things they added in Dead Rising three was the ability to like make crazy cars and weapons and stuff. Mm-hmm. It seems like they're adding this, that element sort of back in. So I believe at some point he's driving around in a thing that's shooting out zombies at things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so it seems eh, it seems interesting. Giant I'm lie. I, it seems like kind of a fun, yeah. fun waste of time. Is that, I mean like know? craziness always adds for a good time. So. Right. David. And um State of Decay 2 kind of uh, there's gonna be co-op in that. Uh, it'll be out in uh 2017 mm-hmm. first state of decay was okay um, I didn't really get too far into it though it just seems more of the more of the same yeah. uh, but now with you know like a co-op kind of an element to it yeah I mean well, the first one did kind of have a co-op but it wasn't story driven it was just you know survive for as right. long as possible which kind of just felt like you know like survive you know like wave survival kind of you know right. gameplay which kind of got boring after like a couple hours, so yeah. I mean, the one thing that State K did was like, okay, you have a uh, a group of people. You have to kind of keep medicine and food and like water and ammunition for them, and keep that stock. So you'd have to go scavenge and then run missions for people and stuff. Those an interesting concept. I'd like to see them do a little more with it. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see how this one turns out. Finally, with the last big thing that I'd put on here, uh Halo Wars Two. Mm-hmm. They uh, gave a release date for it. It's going to be February 2017. Uh, they had a beta that went live after the press conference. Yeah, uh, It is over now. I think it ended on the uh, 22nd. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was okay. I played a couple rounds of the uh, beta, and I mean... It's Halo Wars, yeah, I wasn't too impressed with Halo Wars, the first one. I, I don't know, I, I just didn't dig it. And not to say it was like bad or horrible or anything. It's just like it wasn't for like me. Like it controls great for you know, doing a real-time strategy game on the console is always very, very difficult to do that with a controller. Uh, but most of the people who are really, really, really going to be into that are more than likely playing real-time strategy games on their computer like uh starcraft or you know other games like that so i don't know who this is really aimed towards yeah i don't think it's probably the best smartest move they had but uh what would you give this uh what would you give microsoft's uh on a scale of one to ten one being the lowest ten being the highest what would you give like a four (laughs) four and a half it was pretty lackluster. I'd give it a solid middle of the road because they had a few things that I was interested in, yeah. but not enough to really wow me, especially after last year when they showed off like all the these lot. awesome, you know, great yeah. things that they were going to do. It was like pretty much what they showed off last year was like, man, I'm really happy I bought it. I bought an Xbox one. Right. You know, right now we're like next year. Where are we'll my games, like Microsoft? A, yeah. Like next year will be like a good year to be uh, a yeah. Microsoft, like an Xbox owner. But, you know, for now we're like, all right. You know, maybe we'll see what Sony has. Yeah, maybe. Um, next, they we're talking about it. Sony's, Sony. Sony. Um, Sony, in my opinion, had the they had the best, best press conference yeah. of of E three this year. Yeah, without a doubt, they showed a lot of great stuff. They showed VR stuff, uh, new releases. People were you know really excited about. Um, and then, like, also, they kind of left, like, a bit of air of mystery to some things, too. Right. Um, which also kind of just made you wanting more out of it. So, there was... A, yeah, I, I'd have to agree that Sony had the best conference so far. Granted, though, not the, just, like, it wasn't perfect. It wasn't, right. like, great. But comparatively to everyone else, it was, was so much better. Yeah. They, in my opinion, they blew it out of the park compared yeah. to everybody else. Not an amazing conference, but definitely mm-hmm. pretty solid. Um we got some news on the last guardian which people have been like anxiously waiting for yeah like um like ever since eco and child of the colossus people have been like been hearing about uh the, this last guardian and it showed it for the first time it showed was like within the last generation of consoles right um years and years ago and then you it was like silent like no one heard anything of it for years until one until like Two years ago or a year ago? I think last year they showed a trailer everybody freaked out about. This year they showed uh, a little more People are still freaking out about and it. And the release date. Right. For October of next year? I believe so. Yeah. So then, like, as soon as that popped up, people went nuts. Right. Because then it, it it's so much... It's so nice when you have, like, a tangible date. Mm-hmm. As opposed to just being like, it's going to show up sometime. It's like, you know, it might show up, it might not show up, you know? Like, I mean, right. Like, we're we're kind of working on it, you know, as a side yeah, project yeah, or whatever. Yeah, it's whatever. like a thing, but, like, you know, when we get to it, we get to it. Uh, personally... I never really got into those games. Mm-hmm. I'm sure if I actually did play through them, you know, I might. But yeah. for me, it's not that big of a deal. I understand why people would have this huge yeah. men of love and hype behind it, though. Um, they announced God of War 4, mm-hmm. which looks pretty awesome. Yeah, it looks really pretty. Kratos is now in North, Norse mythology right now. Right. Um, he has got a got big I, old bushy he beard. Got to say he's sporting the giant beard. Giant, like. Lumberjack beard He has a child He he has a kid that he did not kill And starts wearing his ashes For whatever reason He, uh He, he's He's kind of like a very, uh very aggressive dad. <laughs> yeah, he's very much like I didn't tell you to shoot that arrow, little asshole. I'm gonna take your bow, and you're not gonna use it until I say so. Yeah, like it's, it's like like I'm like I half expected him to just like smack the shit out of him at one point. Right. He seems like he would hit his son. <laughs> yeah. Let's be. Okay. Honest. I mean, it looks like he already has. I mean, you see the scars in that kid's face. Right. I mean, but uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to really make out of this game because they, but the gameplay they showed was actually really cool. It looks really nice. Um, they show this big fight. The with, battle uh, with the troll was uh, was pretty awesome to just watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what they're like. Is this old Kratos from the old games? It has Is this to be. like a different Kratos? Like in a parallel universe, I think it's. I mean, I think it's got to be the same one, just because whenever he was fighting that troll, it's that Spartan rage. That's that's an old, that's an OG, you know, God award power, right? right But I'm Mm -hmm. like, that wouldn't make sense if this was a all new character that sort of just looked like Kratos. Mm Because why would you have Spartan rage in like like Norse mythology kind of a you know exactly. They, so they yeah, been, like, I'm assuming paths. it's Kratos, but I'm curious about also you know all the like, how he got there, that, like you know the gray skin, the red, and the exact same right. places as Kratos. It has to be the same one. And also, what looks to be like some kind of like like when, okay, so at the end of the gameplay trailer, it kind of zooms out from uh, you know the whole ordeal that they went through and everything and. Uh, I can't tell if that's Mount Olympus or is supposed to be a Mount Olympus or is supposed to allude to it. So you know, a lot of things are being kept in the dark about this storyline, right, right. at least from the conference. So, uh, yeah, looks looks interesting. I said it looked cool. It was a, it was a big surprise. It. People reacted to it really well. I think uh, I think those God of War games are a little long in the tooth right now. Mm-hmm. They've had like four of them, and after the first one, it's like okay, this is. The same thing over and over again and that's not, not really even including like the PSP need. ones either right um, so I don't know uh, alright I mean I want to see a little more uh, this definitely has more of my interest than any other previous God of War game mm-hmm. um, so we'll see I want to see some of the other stuff he fights yeah. rather than trolls yeah, I mean, like, and like, it seems like the way the the uh, fighting mechanics work is, like, it, everything's kind of, like, uh, I don't know which way to put it, like, like reactionary. Because, like, you, like the entire time, you seem him like, hack away at this, like, you know, this troll's kneecap. Right. And so I'm assuming, like, the more you do it, like, the more, like, you're probably going to just, like, straight up hack the thing's leg off, or you're probably going to, like, cripple it and to where right. then it's easier to kill. So I would think so. I I would think that game's a little early so maybe they haven't added that full mm-hmm. yet but it seems like that's what they were kind of trying to show off a little bit. I'm wondering how much the kid is going to be in there. Yeah, I don't want it to be some big escort mission. There there was a big problem with like, games I, being I don't that think that for it'll be like an escort mission, but I'm just like I don't know if it like is the story of you like teaching your son to be like this big badass because he was like, "Oh, you need to learn to hunt" and then like he shoots the deer and he's like, I haven't killed anything. I don't want to kill it. And then Kratos is like, no, and he stabs that shit. No, like he, like, like, he puts the knife in his son's hands and, and then, then he, he like pushes his son's hands with the knife through the, ne- right. the deer's neck, which I mean is like, Hey man, you, you gotta learn. And that's the only way you're going to learn. I mean, this like, so yeah, <laughs> it was, it was kind of nuts, but, um, I'm kind of looking forward to that. I actually would not mind playing that game. Yeah. It seems, it seems like a, a good game. Um, Resident Evil Seven got announced, mm-hmm. and surprise, surprise, they actually showed uh, VR. Yeah, with it, super which, disturbing too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, the, it seems like a very much a tonal change for Resident Evil, like very much harkening back to like a Resident Evil One, yeah, uh, kind of a thing as uh, survival to, horror instead of the action horror that it turned into. Right, instead like of like Resident Evil Five 4. or Six, where it's more like. Oh, there's these big quick time events and like these big—I uh, don't even know—like cutscene animation yeah. things, like big blockbuster moments. It mm-hmm. seems a lot more like you're going to see things out of the corner of your eyes, and you're not going to know what it is. You're going to turn, nothing's going to be there. Yeah, kind of like uh, they had shown uh, the Silent Hills demo. The yeah. PT—it kind of like a lot of people are saying it's very Compared similar to yeah. that. Which um, that demo I never played it. I just saw it. It was disturbing as shit and, right. and super crazy. And uh, I'm kind of kind of digging the this route that Resident Evil is, is taking. Um, I mean, you can only I mean like the the last two games, as you said, which were more action based. We um, just weren't scary right. because like like I'm a badass. I can fucking kill these things no problem. And whereas uh, a real um, the real horror element that I mean. You were still a badass in the fourth game, but you were still very vulnerable and right. to like getting your ass kicked very easily. Um like one slip up and you're dead, literally. Yeah. And uh I kinda think it hopefully it kinda goes back to that. Right. It definitely seems like a very much a tonal change from the last couple games, which is pretty exciting. Um they announced that there's a demo to download so you can go ahead and play that uh play that now. I don't know. I think it's just on the PS four yeah. now. Um they announced uh, Batman Arkham PSVR, This is a Batman VR game. Mm-hmm. Uh, from the people who have played it, they didn't show really much of anything. They just showed the cow during the announcement. Mm-hmm. But from the people who got their hands on it, it's pretty much a Batman detective game, which it is as it should be in VR, which is pretty neat. Yeah, uh, and you, who doesn't want to be Batman, right? I mean, like Batman started off as like the world's greatest detective, so. I mean that just makes the most sense. Right. And I really, I mean like, cause like, okay, so in Batman in the Arkham series, you, you have a detective mode right. and which allows you to kind of like track things down or, you know, sense where something's been or footprints or whatever the fuck. And, uh, this seems like it's like almost like that in its entirety. Right. <laughs> um, but all like in first person. So it actually seems like it'd be like a really fun game to kind of try and solve some mysteries. To. Right. A uh, kind of like old school point and click games. Yeah. You know, um, but you know definitely not that but just kind of like style wise I'm excited to actually see some footage of it I mean, obviously they didn't show anything at E3 and all we're hearing is about people who are on the floor you know that yeah. had a chance to try it out I want to see something yeah. I want to see if I'm correct about that mm-hmm. right I'm pretty cool if it was um as we found out last year Call of Duty has aligned itself more with Sony mm-hmm uh, for this new generation of consoles. So they showed uh, single-player footage for Infinite Warfare, which will be the new Call of Duty game that's coming out. Yeah, mm-hmm. Holy kind of, Kind of <laughs> lackluster. I mean, it seems interesting. I'm excited to kind of take a look at it. The whole flying in space seems cool. Um, at least that's a somewhat of a change yeah. to the formula. But it, the audience... Uh, did not care. Yeah, they were like, all right, this is Nobody more Call of Duty So they showed that, and then at the end of that, they showed a little more footage than the original trailer for, uh, for the Call of Duty 4 Remastered. Mm-hmm. And people mm-hmm. went nuts for that shit. Yes. Mm-hmm. People fucking freaked out. And one of the things they showed, they showed that uh, animation shot of... Uh, when you're in the ghillie suit and they just showed the sniper with like the uh, suppressor mm-hmm. at the end and it looked really nice. Like I am very excited. Yeah. For, like the entire time you just go remastered. like, man, I remember that. That was so fucking cool. That was so just, like, fun. I could care less about infinite warfare. Just give me call of duty. <laughs> yeah. For like, that's yeah. all I want. That, that was kind of like a big highlight for a lot of people. And for me too, I really dug it. Mm-hmm. Plus I'm really excited to do the mile high club, little <laughs> prologue mission because that thing was fucking different that was all, us. all I like any if you actually made it through like on veteran difficulty it, like half the time it was like that was a fluke <laughs> and, yeah and you never try it again because you know you'll never make it through <laughs> um, I feel like there was a lot of build-up to this next announcement And we're talking about a good number of, like, four or five conferences worth of uh, Sony's uh, head dude who's always up there wearing Crash Bandicoot suits, or not suits, but shirts for the last, like, couple of conferences. Everybody's like, where's the Crash Bandicoot game? He's got to be doing something with Crash Bandicoot because, like, he keeps wearing this shirt, and he walks uh, out. What was the announcement? (laughs) Crash Bandicoot is in Skylanders, you guys. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> That's how it was too uh, And the other thing Which I am actually a little, The more I think about it, the more excited I am for it uh, They're also remastering Crash Bandicoot 1, 2, and Warped mm-hmm. uh, Warp being the third title In that series Um they're remastering it and releasing it on ps4 um i have fond memories of those games yeah. so i'm excited for that but i think everyone was more so expecting a new game yeah because after all this constant like hype of like wearing a shirt and like kind of having to they it. even like at some point leaked a, they had like pictures of like these big sony characters and they had an image of Crash Bandicoot in a, like, more cartoon style kind of a way. Kind of like the Skylanders look. <laughs> it was a little different than that one. Um, but they were, you know, all these things were kind of culminating to, like, there's going to be a new Crash Bandicoot. Like, people were really hyped about it. Yeah. And now I feel like everybody's like, okay, I mean, we're, we're happy about that, Sony. But we were kind of expecting a little more. Like, yeah. it just... We wanted a little more out of that uh, announcement than we got. <laughs> it was the, the crowd reaction was just so funny because it was so mixed. Because yeah. you, it was like dead silence, and then you heard some people kind of go. Yeah. But when woo. he like when he came out, like it was him walking out, and then there was a Crash Bandicoot shadow like walking behind him. Mm-hmm. And I feel like everybody was like, "Oh, it's gonna happen!" Oh, they were like you know everybody was like a, like a dog like waiting to be fed, just like salivating at the mouth, waiting for it. And then you hear it, and it's just. And then like, everybody was like, everyone was just, like getting ready to cheer. Like, yeah. you almost feel like the Aww. air be let out of the room for a second, you know? I was like, I'm pretty sure, like, at one point, like, the guy just went, like, that did not get the reaction was I expected. Like, oh, it no. It's like, man, we fucked up. <laughs> we fucked up so hard. Um. I don't know. I've seen the stuff from Skylanders. It looks I mean, all right. They, they, it's not a game that anybody, I think, really cares for. Not like the, uh, exactly not for the age that is expecting a new Crash Bandicoot game. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll get one next year. Maybe. It, I mean, maybe it's something that's in the works. But at that point, it would be like, okay, we're remastering these and just wait till next year when we have mm-hmm. something more to say, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm tell us that there's more so there's more That's hype true. there i mean like if he would have said like expect more crash bandicoot next year and then it'd be yeah. like oh shit and then yeah. there was no oh shit moment <laughs> um something that i thought looked really really neat at sony's conference was the uh, new spider-man game yeah uh being developed by insomniac games which most recently did ratchet and clank for mm-hmm. ps4 they did sunset overdrive for the xbox yeah Holy shit, it looked really nice Apparently that trailer was being run on a current gen PS4 Oh, nice. So, you know... Pretty. It looks really nice. I'm yeah, uh, pretty excited to see what the fuck is going on with that game. I really like... I mean, okay, so, like, uh, the last... Like, any of the Spider-Man games, they've all been movie tie-ins. Um, right. With the Tobey Maguire movies. Um, except for, like, Ultimate Spider-Man, which was, like, done in uh, self-shady comic book style. Right. Uh, a while ago. Um, and... Uh, uh, so, yeah, the, this new Spider-Man game looks really cool. Uh, it, the gameplay looks interesting. I mean, it looks like you can actually go inside buildings right. now um, and actually kind of do, like, a bunch of really cool so spider man acrobatics. from stuff. like um, One of the last Spider-Man games was probably on the PlayStation where it's like, okay, you're shooting your web into space. And like it's and you're still swinging. Just, yeah. And the best you're going to get as far as buildings is like a small ledge on a building that you can land on. Yeah. So, you know, for someone who really hasn't even looked at these Spider-Man games since I was a kid pretty mm-hmm. much. Th- this was a big like, whoa, this looks yeah, fucking cool. I played I the last one I played was Spider-Man 3. Right, which was a mistake. Um, a <laughs> big mistake. Uh, and you know, it was it just kind of like, man, there's so much wasted potential with those games um, that maybe this is that game that capitalizes on that right. wasted potential. And I mean, Insomniac has a good track record. Ratchet mm-hmm. & Clank, the game, while not being like this crazy, innovative thing, came out to pretty good reviews and it controlled... Uh, it controlled well. Yep. Uh, Sunset Overdrive, uh, while I think a little underrated, mm-hmm. uh, flowed really well. The comedy was there, and that's yep. what you're looking for in a Spider-Man game, in my yeah. opinion. And also, I mean, like the as you said, the it flowed really well. The city traversal and Sunset Overdrive, right. well, as you said, it was very well done, very fluid, and you got from point A to point B pretty quickly. And also, it and was, was very fun, cool. It was yeah. fun to do it to the point to where. You'd never fast travel. Exactly. Anywhere. Because part of the excitement was that traversal, and that's what you would want in mm-hmm. a Spider Man game. So I think if anyone can do a Spider Man game really good right now, it would be Insomnia. Exactly. Um, last thing that, uh, last big thing that Sony yeah. had, and this was. I'm surprised it came this quickly, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the thing that everybody's been waiting for after last year's, like. Kojima, Konami drama that happened, just the been happening, happening, and happening. Um, to fi- And then you finally have uh, Kojima announce that he's aligning with Sony, and they're giving him all the money he wants to do whatever the fuck he wants. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been teasing an announcement, and he showed his uh, um, his new logo and then he said the new logo is actually part of a suit and then he showed the suit like a couple weeks later yeah and then we have this and it is a just a trailer for i'm assuming it's very much a concept trailer i really doubt they have any gameplay attached to this at all um but that's the kind of vision that kojima is i think Mm -hmm. you know he's very much a cinematic guy and like this big grandiose thing Uh, like he's like kind of like the first auteur of video games you know i would say so yeah. definitely definitely one of the uh the more well-revered and what yeah. people get most excited he, he about. He definitely kind of upped the ante when it came to storytelling and narrating video games and just also gameplay. Right. Just being really balls out and weird and just kind of like, well, really like you know, in like things like uh, in Metal Gear Solid 3 like one of the bosses you fight is unplugging the the controller. controller. Is it, no, the, yeah, that was in the first one. Um, but in, in the third game uh, there's this character called The End and he's the sniper. He's this old ass sniper. You can either defend feed him by trying to shoot him down or you can shut off your game leave it alone for two weeks or just speed up the clock on your uh, console <laughs> and after two weeks he would just the the boss would just be dead he died of old age like it's such a weird I thing it. and it's like you can eat you like are eating all these different animals but you can get sick mm. from eating like uh, you know, rancid animals were yeah. like bad food And it's just like, it, he's always had these weird little Tidbits that you would throw he, in there Yeah, it's just like you could, His little Kojima flair mm-hmm. So, in this Death Stranding trailer Which we haven't talked about at all Um it's very weird. We have we see all these dead animals that are kind of like washed up. These dead sea animals, yeah, which you, you can't, can't like the really crabs decipher what they are. and like uh, well, maybe like, like, like whales squid, or yeah, some maybe? other like weird you know sea creatures. And then it comes up on Norman Reedus, any naked, like butt naked, yeah, naked Norman Reedus and a baby, yeah, naked and baby baby disappears and baby might be dead Norman Reedus picks up naked baby while being naked and then the baby disappears and turns into black goo on his hands and then that black goo starts spreading places yeah like with handprints and feet prints and stuff yeah so there's like feet prints we're assuming of the baby on the ground so I don't know if he's an invisible ghost baby now yeah um it's just so fucking weird and that's the mystery part. It's one of those things where it's like this is a kind of thing that more. we expect from Kojima, right? This big mystery. Yeah. And that's a lot of what uh, you know, Metal Gear was known for those big, like, weird cinematic reveals and, mm-hmm. you know, tur twists and turns where it's like, Okay, this is going on, just kidding. It isn't this at all. This is really this and just, you know. It's really weird. Yeah, um, I'm glad to see that um, what happened with uh, Konami and uh, canceling Silent Hills, where we were supposed to have Norman Reedus and Guillermo yeah. be working together. I'm glad that didn't sour their relationship, and he's working with Norman Reedus again. Yeah, so that's a, a yeah, it almost seems team like up that was I was really excited yeah. for. I'm sad that. Um, Guillermo del Toro is kind of, yeah. like, very turned off of video games because of it. Yeah. But I think... That would have been such a cool thing, too. I think Kojima and Guillermo, Guillermo del Toro. Toro have a somewhat of a relationship where in the future... I'm you know, maybe future, not, like, future. maybe not this year, maybe not next year, maybe not until Kojima's, like, next game. Mm-hmm. But I, I hope that they work together. Yeah. Because... Gerardo Toro is one of my favorite filmmakers right right now, and he is, is just so visionary with what he wants to do. He knows exactly what he wants to do, and that's what I think makes him so effective. Right, and Kojima exactly the exact and he's same a, way. He's not willing to fold on his his vision exactly. You know? Where a lot of directors. Um, video game or movie wise are like, they'll make Okay, this is what I really want, but if this is the only thing we can afford, let's do this. Yeah. Both Guillermo del Toro and Kojima are very much like, no, you're giving me more money because... I put out hits and this is what I want to do. Yeah. It's so, like, it's like, I make you money. You know, this, let me make you money. Right. And then it's like, the only way that's going to happen is if you let me do my job and you don't get in my way. Right. So, uh, and also kind of like as a side note to it, there was like this picture that was going around of Kojima drinking like whatever out of this mug that said Konami tears. Yeah. I think Norman Reedus, uh, <laughs> in, in, uh, very much a slap to the face of Konami Um, he retweeted or tweeted this picture of Kojima sipping from a like white, uh, Teacup that someone had uh, photoshopped uh, Konami's tears on. Yeah, and I just thought that was just this perfect little like cherry on top to this really <laughs> weird thing that's going it's on. Like, you thought I, this wasn't going to happen, but guess what? It's happening. Yeah, it's so, so funny. It's so cool. I, I really that. Different. That's a that's something that I really want to keep a close eye on, mm-hmm. and you know, as things come out, I want to learn more and more about it. Definitely. Um, so, Sony, Joe, what would you give Sony at the end of the day, as far as? Uh, a rating. One I'd give it like a like a six and a half. I would give it probably a little closer to like a seven or an eight. Definitely comparatively to the others, I would give that an eight. Yeah, I'm just like I don't hedge my bets. Right. I'm I'm keeping with the theme of being an asshole right now. <laughs> so six and a half for you. Finally, the last uh, big conference that we have to talk about is Nintendo. A, a conference that wasn't even a conference it was just uh there it was just nintendo's treehouse live yeah. uh streaming thing that as they you do. guys probably know like nintendo doesn't do e3 anymore they do e3 um well they don't do conferences. Like yeah, they, they don't to. do live conferences they do uh their nintendo directs and they do they tend to do a really big one around e3 and they mm-hmm. usually drop it in on like a tuesday morning i believe um But this year they decided to not do that, and they decided to just go with uh, Treehouse Live, which is something that they do already, Mm -hmm. um, which is just them showing off the games that they have to show for, like, eight hours. They just stream, like, eight hours of Treehouse members who are, like, the secret, super-secret Nintendo game testers and Mm -hmm. players, you know? Yeah. Um, They didn't have anything to fucking show, really. really. But let me tell you this... The one thing that they did really focus on, in my opinion, was probably the best game I saw at E3 this year. Yeah, um, this was the game that, kind of, like, one, it really just drastically changes uh, the. Like a set formula that set we've formula known for years and years and years and years. Exactly. And years. It changes that completely almost, and adds a bunch of new stuff into it but also still really keeps in line with the tone that they set right. and the vision that they have and pretty much that game is new the stuff. new legend of the Zelda legend Zelda game. Zelda game. breath of the wild is what it's called yeah i couldn't remember, um, could remember the subtitle <laughs> it was like legend of Zelda something, something. holy something. shit does that game look crazy yeah dude. <laughs> um Obviously I'm very excited about this because they announced this game back in 2013 was when that first original little trailer of Link like flying up in the air and shooting an arrow at the we now know are the like the stone guardian thing that's kind of like oh, flying yeah, yeah. around that was in 2013 mm-hmm. um Now they're set to release this this game almost four years after they originally announced it. Which seems crazy because if you're announcing a game you're usually a year year and a half, two years into development. Mm -hmm. So we can assume that this game was maybe in development in 2011, 2012. Yeah. So this thing has been worked on for like five or six years. It, like, I think it's one of those things, like, okay, we cannot possibly screw this up. Right. So, I mean, like, they have to work on it relentlessly. And it's one of those things where I'd rather them be like, okay, we're almost done with this game, but actually, I don't like this at all. So let's scrap the whole thing, start from scratch, use whatever assets we can, and try again. Pretty much. And it seems like they did that, and there were was a huge payoff for that oh yeah definitely. holy crap like uh so they're not calling this an open world game they're calling it an open air game because of some dumb reason um <laughs> pretty much uh i believe they said that open world kind of puts this image in your mind and they're like yeah we're not trying to do that we're just trying to make an entertaining engrossing game mm-hmm. so we're not going to call it an open world game because we don't want you to go in with like A certain mindset Because I mean Like open world Immediately things like You know like GTA Or you know Now like Skyrim But from what we've seen This is a fucking Open world game Oh yeah Like holy shit What a world too To really explore Everything Everything is just I'm playing I One of the reasons uh, Actually I'll talk about this In a second But um, Right from the get go You start the game You wake up You don't get any kind of story As to what's going on you find some pants, you find a shirt, and you walk out into the world, and you are That's going you, right from the yeah. start. From that point, they said that you can literally walk from there to the end boss and try and fight, defeat him. him. Yeah, uh, technically, they said it would be like next to near impossible because you don't have any of the right gear or weapons. So it would be really tough. But they said that they, yeah, they said they developed the game to where you could. You know run from the beginning to the end boss and defeat him. So that's insane. Yeah um, One of the reasons why I think it's really crazy that they're doing this is because one of the announcements that they showed is uh, If you have the wolf link amiibo, you'll be able to have a wolf link follow you around in the world <laughs> It's pretty cool uh, so I went and bought out almost immediately Uh, The Twilight Princess HD for the Wii U That Mm -hmm. came with the uh, God damn it, my fucking dog is being whiny And I can hear it, (laughs) so I'm sorry you guys Um, So I went and bought out uh, Twilight Princess HD with uh, With the Wolf Link Amiibo and I'm so happy that they're doing this with the new game because it takes, like, two hours for you to finally get started and actually go out and tie roll field yeah. in Twilight Princess. It's insane. You have to wrangle goats twice in that game <laughs> before you even, like, get to run around and do anything. Um, so I'm excited, man. It looks really awesome. Yeah. You're going around collecting things. Monsters no longer drop hearts. You're not going to find hearts in tall grass. You need to collect food. Mm-hmm cook set food or just eat it raw or whatever yeah. uh, you're collecting weapons as you go around they designed this game to pretty much be you're going to use a weapon to an enemy with it and then pick up their weapon and because then, your old weapon will be broken and you're going to use that new weapon to go defeat the next enemy yeah it's very much like a scavenging survival kind of a survival survival-based game. Right, it looks really cool, and the art style kind of reminiscent of like Wind Waker. A little bit, yeah. It, they, I think they went a little less, a more developed, realistic. Wind Waker. Yeah, yeah, because it's definitely cool. not as cartoony as wind waker but it does have cartoonish elements to it mm-hmm. um or uh, should i say animated elements to it's it. like the best in between of uh like of uh Twilight the mask and, right. and uh and ocarina and then the game that followed it which was wind waker right you know is a good in between of those for the most part they kind of give you an image right. um and yeah dude I'm another big thing that they're stoked. doing there i feel like they're really not afraid to change up the formula but with, with this um they're gonna, there's going to be voice acting in the game which yeah. is, uh, Link still won't be voice acting and they said they don't want to do that because there might be a disparagement between what the you the player thinks and what Link might be saying and yeah. you don't want to break that bond even then, though we all know he sounds like the cartoon you, do, yeah. you don't want Link uh, they said you don't want Link to say something that you wouldn't say and have yeah. that change how you feel about it which totally to be, like, makes sense you, project, you kind of project yourself onto right. Link or project's not the right word but like you imagine yourself as Link in right. this world. You you you're role playing as Link pretty much. Yeah, and like you think like what would I do? And I think that's like the full embodiment of this game. Like what would I do right. in this situation? And then you get to f- finally like kind of fill that out whereas like in other games you're able to kind of like go around like in like in Wind Waker you're able to sail around and everything right. and go to different islands and stuff, but there was a very set path you had to go on. This right. one is like, there's no set path at all. Yeah, they said what they showed at E3, uh, which, you know, it didn't seem like a lot. They said that's 1% of the world, yeah. which I'm just like, holy shit, this game is going to be and so that 1% big, was so good, huge, so crazy, you know, voice acting is going to be crazy because uh, one of the uh, producers on it had said, when they first heard like some of the voice acting in the game, that they are just uh, they are blown away with how much more attached to each character that they felt, mm-hmm. which makes sense. I and mean, it's just uh, they seem to be making all the right decisions. I'm excited to see what the NX is and what that has to offer to mm-hmm. this new game. Um, it will be releasing, I believe, simultaneously on Wii U and uh, NX. This is like next a console year. seller, dude. This, right. this this is the killer app that they need, especially if it's like uh, the NX. Will have these special features that you'll be able to, you know, won't be able to do on the Wii U. Exactly. That's the kind of thing that will sell this this new console. Um, holy shit! In my opinion, best game that was shown at E three this year. year. Um, speaking of the uh, other children of Nintendo that obviously don't get good grades and don't we don't really care about. <laughs> um, they showed uh, Pokemon Sun and Moon, which is expected. They announced that earlier in the they year. They showed it for a long time, too. Yeah, they, they didn't a, show much of it at the same time, either. Right. They showed some new battle mechanic stuff. Um, you're going to be... The trainers are going to be shown in the little battlefield, which mm-hmm. is kind of cool. They showed a couple new characters. Uh, one is this weird... Uh, one is a woodpecker bird. Mm-hmm. And another one is a weird Weasley thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. People are saying that the, Weasley the thing kind of looks like uh, Trump, which I think is pretty funny. Yes. <laughs> they <It's a perfect laughs> got a weird little like Always. swift, like swifty hair thing perfect in the front or something. <laughs> <of Donald Trump. laughs> just like you're a weasel. Um, Shifty-eyed weasel. Looks cool, but more than anything, I just kind of want to get my hands on Pokemon. Yeah. That's not one of those things that I tend to care too much to like actually see about. Mm-hmm. Just put it in my hands. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That'll be releasing a little later in the year. Uh, they showed some other stuff which I don't really care for, and I don't they didn't think they were really worth mentioning. Yeah. They announced a new RPG, I believe it's called Oasis for 3DS. Uh, they showed some more footage for that uh, uh, Fire Emblem crossover game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think know, I turned okay. it off. I think I turned off the Nintendo conference before it was even done. Yeah, it was just like, it was a lot. It, it was just you know it was a little a long. lot of nothing. Yeah, for the most part. Um, but that's definitely one of those things where if you're gonna look into like you know watching something about that, there's highlight reels I'm sure out there mm-hmm. that'll show you the best of Nintendo's console. Um, like I said, Nintendo not a lot to show, but what they did show Zelda, amazing, pretty cool. What would you rate on a scale of one to ten, uh, Nintendo's? showing. Well like in all honesty the only it gets a four only because the Zelda stuff was so strong. Right. I, I almost want that, to like, give I almost no. want to give everything else like a two and then give the Zelda thing like a nine. Yeah. You know, like everything else whatever. They showed a Zelda was amazing. Like if Zelda wasn't there then it would honestly be like a two. They had already sold me on it before but now yeah, you know, without it. Any, anytime like a new like You'll Zelda catch me game in line yeah. waiting for this. Anytime thing. like a new Zelda game comes out, people are super excited for it anyway. I mean like Hyrule Warriors, I didn't really hear much about that game, but you know, people were fucking stoked on it for like the just longest time. Just because it was something, you know, Zelda related yeah. pretty much. So, but you know, now it's just kind of like finally we kind of get like that Zelda game that has been like the ideal it feels like for right. a very long time. So, now now so it's like time. a mainline Zelda time. game is like, "Oh, yes. This yes. is it." Ah hype, so you know, crazy. So moving in the, on, wor- in the words almost. of Nintendo of America's president Reggie, my, my body, body is ready.
1: ready.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like that would be like the best like nickname for like a UFC fighter, Reggie. My body is my re- <laughs> body is ready. <laughs> um, so that was all the big press conferences. There's one thing that we missed talking about uh, last week, which I didn't want to miss out on because it's something that I think you and I are both pretty excited about. Yeah. Uh, they show as one of my favorite movie characters ever. Right. You know, and, and, and this, and just super stoked. I've, I've been living off these movies since I was a kid. Um, I've seen the entire series at least three times and it's super cool that they're finally making a game on it. Right. That's actually playable. Yeah. So, um, I mean, technically, they had a playable game uh, on the Nintendo, but like yeah, no one could it was, beat it. It was a piece of crap. Um, so they they were talking about a Friday Thirteenth game yes. that they announced. Um, originally, it was like just it was uh, called Slasher uh, Summer Camp. Um, right. It was originally not a licensed game. It was originally just supposed to be a like very like parallel like this is Friday the 13th, but we don't have the license for it. So, but they took that game and then they showed it to the person who has the licensing for Friday the 13th and Jason Voorhees. Right. And they are all like, look, this is the game we're making. We really want this to be a Friday the 13th, which is apparently what they set out to. That was their set goal from the beginning. Right. And then the guy saw it, he loved it. And he was just like, okay, he got the licensing. Yeah. And then uh, he. And then, then they just kind of not reskinned it, but they just. They're reworking it to put like Jason Voorhees in it. Yeah, so they originally. Um, originally they did a Kickstarter about it. Um, and they had the Kickstarter, it was successful, it funded the game. Um, and then they. After they got the licensing, they essentially did another Kickstarter, I believe. And they both got funded. So, yeah. um, crazy, man. I, I'm pretty excited about it. They showed some pre-alpha gameplay. Um, I'll be honest right now, Jason looks a little broken. Yeah. Um, but that might be just because of the way they were showing it. Uh, so, pretty much... You have Jason. He shows up at uh, Camp Crystal Lake. Right. He shows up at the camp, and at this point, the camp counselors know and they're all running around, running away from Jason. Mm -hmm. Uh, It seems like Jason has the ability to teleport throughout the map wherever he wants. Makes sense because he always kind of, like, he just kind of appears. Yeah. Um, So I'm assuming that's on some kind of, like, cooldown or will be on some kind of cooldown or something. Uh, They showed some of his other powers. He uh, can, like, scan buildings or he can scan the environment and see enemies. And if they run into buildings, the building lights up. Yeah. So if someone's in the building, the building is like bright red for yeah. them. Yeah. Um, he, uh, he can't run. He right. he just walks uh, as per like the Friday the Thirteenth movies. It's a big trope in slasher movies in general. Right. That they don't. The killer never runs after you. They just walk and they can somehow catch up to you. Right. And. The camp counselors can run because we saw some gameplay of them uh, all pre-alpha of course uh we saw some footage of them and they can run they can hide uh part they of the, that the they, versions and stuff right there was a part where uh one of the camp counselors turns like opens a window turns on the radio to right. try and like hide himself a little bit and you you try have to and kind of make him think that you went out the door but really he hit under the bed yeah you know Granted, it didn't work right because you know jason still murdered the shit out of him but um yeah um they showed uh so they showed uh jason walking up to a couple count, count counselors and i'm sure this was to show off kind of gameplay footage these counselors i hope it's you know they were like slowed down or they got grabbed or whatever but i think it was more just to kind of show off his abilities no, pretty much kills. picking people up smashing their faces on walls or like you know like murdering them what, how whatever he's doing yeah um It seems like there's a moment where uh, Jason will grab you. It seems, when they showed the footage from the camp counselor's point of view, it seems like you have an opportunity to break out of the grab. Yeah. Um, There's something you can do to kind of just run away. Which, and then it seems like... uh, I believe this is grabbing back from something they had said a long time ago, but there's gonna be like uh, a couple ways of escape a car, a boat, or whatever but they're out of gas. You gotta collect gas and you gotta work with people because they're only maybe like two people can get away on the boat. Yeah. Or only two people can get away in a car or whatever. So you can try and work together, but at some point someone's gonna be. Eventually you're gonna have to screw somebody over. Exactly. So I don't know. It seems interesting. I'm excited to see a little more of that. Um, I'm digging it, but from what they showed right now, it looks pretty, looks pretty cool. And remember, like everyone who watched it, it is, it is pre-alpha, so, yeah, um, so there's a lot of things that are going to be um, looks a little fixing, rough. and there's going to be a lot of things that are going to be sharpening up right. um, very well, hopefully. Um, and it seems like they're not really taking this lightly either. Right. They they really want to make this a really fun experience for everybody. Yeah, without a doubt, it seems like they. They aren't going to compromise on their vision. It yeah. seems like they're going to put out a complete product that will fund, hopefully, a sequel to this game. Yeah. And maybe we'll get, you know, like, a, instead of getting an X Friday 13th game, maybe, you know, the license holder of something like Halloween. Halloween, we'll get, like Texas Chainsaw. A, you know, exactly. We'll see this and be like, oh, shit, this is really cool. It's nice to see these movies come in, like, a video game form that is mm-hmm. actually, like, representative of yeah of these movies there, so. there's a lot of slasher titles that they could really uh really use for this right i mean they can even go a real ridiculous route too with like leprechaun <laughs> with like leprechaun <laughs> if you really wanted to yeah ginger dead man it seems kind of ridiculous but yeah um hopefully this is good i mean right now uh, prospects look high. yeah i don't think they have a release uh, i'm assuming since it's in pre-alpha we'll probably get it sometime next year maybe um if they really crunch maybe sometime this year but I don't think that they have a very big like team yeah so I think it'll probably be especially if it it's off a Kickstarter too they're yeah. definitely really taking it taking it slow with a small team of people right so um, expect to get your murder on this summer <laughs> or next summer <laughs> next but, summer uh, you know this definitely seems like one of those good summer games when everybody's like uh, done with school or you know they've got yeah. extra time on their hands and you can really dig into like having a strategy as a counselor or having a strategy yeah, as Jason, and also you know? just really playing with your friends too. I yeah. mean, this kind of seems like a, a left for dead kind of situation right. all over again, or maybe like a better version of evolve. Right. Um, which evolve didn't really work out too well, but like this kind of seems like it's in that vein of like one before. So like, Really, it's, really, it, it dig seems it like in. it's one of, be one of those fun games to play with your friends, where one of the person, one of the people is Jason, yeah, and the other two, are two, three, four, however many other friends you're playing with. Just imagine how crazy yeah. that would be. It's you like cause you just, you just keep on messing with your friends, like guys, you, right. right? He's like, he's like, what's that? Ch-ch-ch-ch. Yeah, and like the entire time in the, in the gameplay too, um, after you get a kill or if you're stalking somebody throughout the game, you hear Jason's mother's voice, right? Um, kind of like guiding him, not necessarily guiding him, but like motivating him. I guess, right? I guess like you know and how it you would expect. adds a really cool, creepy factor right. to it. I really dig it. Mm. Exciting man Uh, Anything else you can think of that we might have missed uh, Last week Mm, No Can't really think of anything Alright so I think that's going to wrap it up For our uh, E3 special Part 2 Next week we should be back with your uh, Regularly scheduled program Uh, Back talking about movies because we do have some movie news that we'd love to talk about, Mm -hmm. but we're going to hold off on some pretty big movie news that actually happened. Yeah, so uh, expect uh, because I think uh, there's not going to be that much game news, especially after E3, E3, it tends to kind of fall off for a little bit, and then we'll get another month or two of. kind of like kind of a dull area and then we'll kind of kick back up again Mm -hmm. but we do have some big movie news to talk about so we'll make sure to do that next week Uh, but for now make sure you guys go uh like the facebook page uh subscribe on itunes stitcher leave us a comment or review on itunes check us out Uh, on the website yeah just let us know that you're out there um tell us how wrong we are yeah if you want to tell us how wrong we are you can uh, always email us at uh in the my podcast at gmail.com um, so until next week, guys. We will uh, we'll see you guys later.